This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. BC has been making a big push in Ottawa this past week. There were several cabinet ministers meeting with different ministers in the Liberal government on a number of different topics. But one of the big ones, and something that Premier David Eby has been talking about for a long time, is bail reform. And there was some progress that has been made on this, but will it be enough? Now, for more on this and BC's justice system, we are joined now by Nikki Sharma, the Attorney General of British Columbia. Thank you so much for being here this morning. Yeah, thanks for having me. So first off, how did it go in Ottawa? Are you hopeful on the bail reform issue? Um, I am hopeful. Uh, The House of Commons passed it unanimously, which is a big step forward. And my job there was to make sure that it gets through the Senate, which is our next step. So I met with senators that are on the Justice Committee that are now contemplating the bill. Our hope is that we'll move very quickly um, in, in a matter of a couple of weeks or a month. And that was our kind of ask of Ottawa. It's a pressing issue in British Columbia, public safety, and people want to want to ensure that uh, repeat violent offenders are kept off the streets um, if they've been shown to show repeated wep- weapon use or assault or violence on the streets. So um, I am hopeful the conversations went well. Um, but I will be continuing to press and keep in touch with my Ottawa colleagues to make sure it moves quickly. Right, because there were some concerns voiced, I thought, by some of the senators who they, oh, they had some questions. And I thought, is this going to get held up again? Yeah, and I was there to really answer those questions directly. And those are the ones that I exactly met with, the ones that I was hearing concerns about it. I think, you know, some of them are just concerned that we strike the right balance in terms of making sure that you know, racialized people and the, the negative impacts of the justice system um, that are kind of the wrong side of the, the line are not, um, you know, are not enhanced by any changes. So we're making sure that we're taking the right kind of action. And I told them um, our approach in BC was to say, look, if you are a repeat violent offender, if you've caused harm repeatedly to community, then what should happen is the, is, it, the, the law should shift to say, Give us a reason why you should be released and why you're not a threat to public safety rather than and, uh, releasing them until their trial date. So that that was the kind of balance that we think the justice system needs to strike when it comes to protecting the right of to be innocent and to proven guilty, but also public safety. OK, so uh, that, did, were they were they amenable to that? Did they think, OK, that addresses our concerns? Um, well, I, it was a, there were positive conversations, uh, and I know that they're going to be listening to a lot of people once the committee uh, sits, I think, next week, and I'll, I'll have a chance to give further submissions during that process. So, you know, I, I was able to tell them why BC's approach we think is the right one and why we led the way in the country with advocating for these changes, and, and that actually it's provinces across the country that agree with us on this. So I hope that that will tip the balance for them to realize that this is a very good public policy change. Right. That's not the only issue I think facing our justice system here in BC, though. Uh, I wanted to talk as well about this report about the BC Sheriff's Service. It, it said that there were, you know, lots of issues in the Sheriff's Service, including bullying, sexual harassment, low pay, leading to a recruitment and retention crisis, meaning that some, you know, trial dates and things get canceled as a result of this. Like what's being done about that? 
Yeah, it's a very serious issue. And my job is to make sure that the justice system is running well. And it's the reason that we issued this report and did a really in-depth study to see what was happening with sheriffs. We, they're so important to our justice system and the safety of our core process. And we were seeing them um, leave. And so this report really gave us very, very clear ideas of what we need to change. And we've already started taking action on those changes. One of them was salary. Uh, one of them was uh, recruitment and retention bonuses, figuring out how to make it a better uh, workplace for sheriffs. We released uh, a whole plan that the sheriffs know and hear about. So they know that we are taking those issues seriously. Some of it looks like it's paying off. We, we're recruiting um, the most sheriffs that we have um, in in years in the next our next training effort. One of the challenges we're facing is that our sheriffs are very well trained, and so they're great recruitment grounds for police forces. Ah. And um, all all of that, um, you know, peace officer services are in need of more bodies. So sheriffs tend to be recruited um, from that, and we get it; they're very well trained. But we think we can offer a good um, a good place for them in our court services, and it's a very important and respected job. So our my job is to make sure they hear that they're they're uh, supported and that we're making the changes necessary for them to stay and are for our justice system to work well. Okay, so you feel more sheriffs are being recruited, though? Like, are those numbers going up? Yeah, we went from um, only, I think, 200 uh, uh, applicants in the last two rounds to the to the most recent one being up to 624 applicants. So I'm hopeful that's a positive sign that they're hearing that we're serious about our commitment to making um, to listening to them and making it, a, 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 you know, a better place to work. So um, but we'll keep at it. We have a whole bunch of, uh, of, of we have a big comprehensive plan of what we're doing to tackle that because, we know, British Columbians, when they need to access a courtroom, they need to do it safely. They need it to, in a timely way. So, yeah, that's part of the work that we're doing. Well, what about the bullying part of it and the sexual harassment? How do you tackle that? Yeah, clearly, you. I, in my view, you have to take that that very seriously. You have to understand how to make it a better work culture for those people that are experiencing those things. And um, although individual cases are handled in individual HR, and you know, we can't talk about it, we 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 are taking all those actions very seriously, or all those concerns very seriously. You know, I have to ask you as well. Like coming up in ten minutes, um, we have a couple of people that you work with on the show. We have Eleanor Sturko coming on the show, uh, and we have Selena Robinson to talk about some of the challenges that they have faced being in politics and kind of the threats and that. Have you experienced that too? Has it been challenging? Yeah, I think probably everybody that's in um, in public office has a, a story of, of challenges they've faced or when they feel they felt. Um, harassed online or in person. But I think um, I think it's definitely something that I'm hearing more and more from people. And, you know, I, I've been thinking about it just in my role as attorney general, what we can do to better support people in this. And it is troubling when you hear that. And yeah. And they had trouble it. getting their case, you know, through the system, like to get the police to pay attention. So are there changes that BC can make to help with this? Yeah, we're certainly looking into that. I I really do believe that um, government systems across the world have to keep up with the way that online harms have, you know, changed and impacted people in their in their systems. And it's why we introduced the Intimate Images Protection Act to help people fight back against that against that type of bullying that happens online where somebody takes your image and alters it and spreads it to harass you or to threaten you. Um, And we've put into place new tools for that. But we're certainly thinking about you know, what are the ways that um, the online space uh, and the harassment and bullying that can happen on there 
what, what are the ways that justice system needs to step up in that regard? And, and I do think there's space there. So with all of these changes that we talked about this morning, do you can British Columbians hope that maybe we'll start to see the effects of that in, you know, in the next little while? Um, well, my commitment to British Columbians is to keep at it until things do change. And I'm hopeful with the ways things are changing right now. And we're seeing that more sheriffs are wanting to join the service. And we'll keep making those changes until it's better. Well, thank you so much for your time this morning. No problem. Thanks for having me. Appreciate that. That's Nikki Sharma, the Attorney General of BC. A couple of big topics. One, bail reform. Uh, They were in Ottawa. A couple of cabinet ministers were in Ottawa this week to push for that. Now, that was something that they've tried hard to get that message through to the federal liberal government. They did. So the House of Commons passed it uh, unanimously, went to the Senate. And then it was like some of the senators said, oh, no, we want to think about this. We have some questions. And as you heard the Attorney General say there, she was there to answer those questions and hopefully they'll get pushed through. This is a package that BC has really been hoping to see for quite a while now in the hopes that it will make a difference in keeping repeat prolific offenders behind bars. And we are still waiting for more on that.